You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back, everyone, to the Real Double Dose channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. Thank you for tuning back on here with us again today, because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun you can think of, as always, Get a hold of us at Real Double Dose Channel at Yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. And as well as Real Double Dose Channel.blogspot.com. Yes, you know the name of the game. <laughs> you can find insights and so much more throughout all the pages and the links and the books as well in the About Me section as well, you know. But also you can find, if you're not tuning in already from these channels, we say, and all you new who are tuning in, Go to TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, Spreaker.com, Blueberry.com, Spotify, as well as iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Cast, Deezer, and so much more with SoundCloud. And all the additional links will be provided for you on the Blogspot, as well as our SoundCloud page. But I just wanted to thank all of you who have signed up for your 125 different gift card giveaways that you have collected. And we want to congratulate you on that and many, many more to come with free vacations to Puerto Vallarta and so many things. But right now, we're even more excited to have our guest expert, Mr. Edward Smile Rodriguez, who's going to be on here. And Mr. Smile, I like to call him, is a dynamic, inspirational speaker, co-author, and trainer, as well as a happiness coach, which I can vouch for that because he coached me in happiness already. In his book, Allow Your Spirit to Soar, he shows how the power of the smile and laughter transformed his life, and he now shares his experience to help transform the lives of others. You know, and I'm just going to say this before Mr smile comes on here but i i feel that i mean i completely endorse exactly all that he is because that is what i got and i feel like i'm a well a couple billion dollars at this point so how are you my dear my happiness coach that gave me a free consultation how are you i am doing fantastic i gotta tell you i have so much enjoyed myself you know, life is great. And I'm here in Florida at 70 degrees. I can't complain. No. There's nothing to complain about. I mean, life is just, oh, it's so beautiful. When you when you look at all the good things that are happening around you and really see them, you know what? It, it just is such a fantastic thing. I just, I love it. I Absolutely. love it. And I'm so happy to be on the show with you because I had so much fun talking to you. I know. I didn't even realize we had a show. RDDC family, we do not mean this in any disrespect. We love you guys. And we, we appreciate all the thousands of ears and probably hundreds of thousands at this point. But I'm telling you, this right here, I know you you know I'm not going to throw the shade out there. But this right here was literally the happiness feeling like. I felt like I've met my match made in heaven. It's a beautiful thing. It is. I mean, you know, I'm just. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I mean, obviously the message that you have to convey for like anyone at this point is what you carry already. So, like, I mean, how is your approach to like giving that to, to people that you come across? And, you know, there's so many different ways to do it. And, and, you know, we all do have that happiness inside of us. And sometimes it seems like it's a little bit tough to pull out. But really, pulling it out is a simple thing. It starts with that smile. And then finding the beautiful things in life that are happening with you every single day. No matter what life throws at you, there's always beauty inside of it. You know, people say, oh, this happens to me, that happens to me, the other happens to me. But the thing is, is when you start changing your mindset a little bit, you start shifting things, and you start looking for what's happening for you, it uh, changes the whole game. Yeah, that is true. And, yeah. And I, I can tell you, I got a lot of different ways that I share the smile, I share happiness, I share joy. There's another book that I wrote. It's called 10 Million Smiles from Florida to New York. Wow. Yeah, I I actually walked from Deerfield Beach, Florida to Manhattan, New York. Oh, my goodness. And guess what I walked for? Huh? The smile. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know what? You should. I I wish I would have knew you at that point because I would have been on that journey. I would have been. I would have had to make a couple stops, you know, to nibble on something. But I (laughs) would. Well, I got no, you got to go 277 days, nine months without eating or without sleeping. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that's the whole 277 days on the road. 277 days on the road. With $200 in your pocket. 
two hundred dollars in my pocket. I started with two hundred. I ended with two hundred. Two hundred dollars. I never knew where I was going to eat, sleep, or what I was going to do other than walk. Oh, you know what? Oh my gosh, that almost reminds me of well, not really the Forrest Gump thing. He was kind of jogging because he was upset. But well, yeah, yeah. But Forrest is my cousin. You know, nobody knows that, but you know, I'm his long lost cousin. And, well, touche, touche. What's that? I said, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, he used to call me Eddie Gump on Facebook. It was oh, funny wow. as heck. <laughs> but Forrest's mother says life is, you know, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you get. Yeah. Well, I say life is like a box of donuts. You know, it's got a lot of holes in it, but it's really sweet. Oh, I like that. Hey, <laughs> I really like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You. We're going to have to pat, watch, watch people by the time I get downtown. And I'm going to be like, you know what Eddie told me? <laughs> Life is like a box of donuts. They're going to have their jaws just dropping. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, because it's all the holes in it, but it's so sweet. Yes, it is. It is sweet. Some are sprinkled, some are not. So I got to know. I want to know. I mean, obviously, I can kind of put piece a little bit together, but why did you continue to just keep 200? You didn't have to spend it. So what happened? Well, here's, here's the funny thing is, is that, you know, when you're on the road and you're doing the right things, Okay, life opens up for you. Uh There's a lot of people out there that say, you know, people are not that great, you know, this, that, that, and the other. But one of those things I wanted to prove is that people are inherently good. Okay, yeah. People, yeah, people went way beyond my expectations. They're they're incredible. They're fantastic. And I found out that people want pretty much the same thing. They want to be heard. They want to know that, you know, people have listened to what they have said. Okay. They want to help, and they want to feel important. Yeah. And, you know, if you allow the people to do that, I mean, how do you go 277 days not knowing where you're going to eat, not knowing where you're going to sleep with $200 and end with $200? How do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and let me ask you this. How many days do you think I slept outside? I don't, you know what, I want to, from how, what I've gotten from you so far, I would say zero, but I don't know, like five? Nope, you're right, zero. Oh, wow. (laughs) I never once spent the night outside. Wow. I never once went hungry. Uh. Now, that's not a tribute to me. That's a tribute to the people. Yeah. And how amazing they are. Yes, absolutely. You know, when you have a cause that is something that people enjoy, people love, and and you're there to help the people, because my cause was to spread what I called happiness awareness, to let people know that, hey, you know what, no matter what goes on in your life, you're allowed to smile. You can be happy. You can be joyful. You can go out and play. You're allowed to see the beauty in life. You don't have to be depressed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then when, when you can relay that to people and they can understand it, it's it's so beautiful to watch the transformation and how they open up and how they help and how they want to be a part of what you're doing. Mm, okay, yeah. So, yeah, and, and I got to thank the corporations, mm. you know, because people say corporations, oh, wow, they're all about, you know, this and that, that and the other. Well, guess what? There's within the corporations the people that are inside are just like everyday people that's absolutely true yeah and and if you do the right things you know like whenever i walked into a place like i stayed at majority of the time i stayed in hotels and when i walked into a hotel they didn't know i was coming sometimes i would call them on the phone i'd tell them what i'm doing and you know it i got a lot of no's oh wow i gotta tell you I got a lot of no's, but you know what? One of the keys is be persistent. Keep going. Every every no is going to wind up coming to a yes. Eventually, you're going to get to that yes. Yeah, that's true. So a lot true. of people... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that's very true. Yeah! So why were they saying no, like, as far as, like, hey, we can't uh, accommodate you? Yeah, we can't accommodate you. Some people thought it was homeless. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they probably... Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, this bum is, you know, looking looking to get a free room or something like that, because I'd call him up, I'd tell him what I was doing, and, and I'd ask him to, to sponsor me with a room for the night. Okay. And, yeah, someone would step up and say, yeah, we'd be glad to have you, and i come walking in, and I'm drenched head to toe in sweat. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm dragging <laughs> no. a cart behind me that's like 20 inches by 40 inches. got about 180 pounds worth of stuff in it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so, yeah. so deep right there. That yeah, is so deep. You know, I always told them the truth as to what I was doing. Yeah. And doors just flew open. And isn't it so, it's like, it's almost a deeper impact because, well, like they say, it's, it's easier to remember the truth than it is it a is. lie. You know, I mean, when you go there, you can vibrate and you can give so much more in the depth of that truth. And then while you're giving that truth, you have more of a clarity of the truth that you didn't even see within the truth. So, I mean, a lot of times. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. And, and I'm glad you brought up the vibration because of the thing is, is that when you're telling the truth, you're on a different vibration when you're telling the story. Yes, that is very, very true. And then yeah. that's what I'm doing. Like when you're speaking right now, my mind is just, I love that feeling because I'm, I'm going inside myself internally. And I'm yeah. picturing you, I'm picturing you with all this sweat and this thing carrying through. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like what kind of an adventure? And the only thing I can think of is, man, I wish I was there to just, you know, like I was like, that's amazing. Because if I saw that in my establishment, I'd be like, hey, look, we're going to be going on this freight train together. Because <laughs> I want to see, it would have been so nice. I mean, passing by people, knowing people. And at the same time, yeah. too, like. Do you ever feel that anything can penetrate your core as far as like, uh, you know, having that challenge of keeping that whole up, upright mindset and feeling going? You know, there's always challenges. There are always challenges. But the thing is, is that you can rise above the challenges. You learn from one challenge and you use it on the next one. Yes. And, and that's, the beauty of the challenges is, is there's always a gift inside of the challenges that we don't even know about. Like life hands you ugly packages. And it says, here, this is your package. And that package can be extremely ugly. But yeah. if you open the package up and you start looking and examining what's inside and you begin to learn from that package, it turns out to be beautiful. Now, do you mind if I share a few packages that I've gotten that were really, really supposed to be bad? Oh, you know what? I would love for you to share. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Please do. One of the things that started this whole happiness program Okay, was it was three things that happened to me in a period of nine months. First, I brought in somebody to manage my business because I wanted to step away and become an inspirational speaker. So as they were managing it, I didn't realize this, but they were mismanaging a lot of different things. And the way that they were doing it, you couldn't really see it on the surface. But when I dug inside, I found out. And then I ended up having to jump back into my business and rebuild my business. And it was taking me about five months to get back into the black again. Okay. As I was getting right back into the black, I got a phone call from Korea. It was my son-in-law. My daughter was, my daughter was in Korea with, with her husband and he was in the military. They got, they got into a moped accident no. and she wound up. Yeah. Yeah. She wound up in the hospital for 45 days. Oh no. Yeah, oh, wow. then she passed away. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, oh, God. Okay, sorry. Oh, that just, okay. that, just, that just made my heart just lump. Oh, I'm so, so sorry, Eddie. Oh. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh. Then, four months after she passed away, I had a cerebral hemorrhage. Oh, oh. I had three veins that burst, burst in the back of my brain, filled my brain with blood. They told my wife. Call the family. He's dead tonight. Uh, how, how could I have two deaths in four months yeah, for my family? Wow. There was no way. I had to survive. Okay. My wife and I both fell into depression. We I could imagine. Yes. Yeah. So she asked me a question. About a year later, I was in, I was in VA, and I was getting a, a brain scan. They wanted to see if I had any brains in there. They never did find any. But, um, oh, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I have really bad jokes. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, but, it, it catches you on the, yeah, okay. <laughs> but 
um, my wife asked me a question. She said, what do you want for your birthday? That's a simple question. And I said, I don't know. Couldn't think of anything monetary. But I could think of, I wanted people to get along for one day. That's all I wanted was everybody to get along for one day. Uh, now, that's impossible. You can't get everybody to get along for one day. No. But what you can do is you can get as many people as possible to smile for you in one day. Ah. Ah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that started the project. Wow. And that, yeah, that led up to the walk and other things that I did. I, I had an event. The Miami Dolphins hosted an event for me called Smile and Wave America Day. At one of their football games. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they did it twice. Wow. Yeah, so, that's so powerful. I mean, these were ugly gifts that were handed to me in a period of nine months. Yeah. But I looked inside and I found the beauty inside of those gifts. My daughter used to share her smile, her happiness, her joy. And so I picked that up and kept it going. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. keeping it going. Okay. And, and, you know, and the thing is, look inside. You talk about the vibration. Where are you vibrating? What's that internal vibration? Find out what it is and turn it up a notch. See what happens in your world. Wow, my mind is so gone. Like, you know, I love you, you so know? much. I love you so much. I love <laughs> you, you I too love much. Too. Like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you are so bomb.com. Like, I mean, literally, <laughs> I mean, you're bomb.com.org.net. Yes. Like you, <laughs> I, I mean, like I could say that completely purely. And, yeah, and like I always you. say, you know, I, I say on the forum and I know some, I mean, from the first episode, almost 200 episodes ago, I could only imagine how I sounded to what it is now. But even if I was off of this, I. I mean, please just stay in my life. Like, some, in some way, just stay in my life, that Eddie. Awesome. <laughs> that would be incredible. Just stay in touch. I'm yeah. I'm going you know? to put that in my phone. Like, That's... harass him today. Like, send an emoji. <laughs> send something. Because people tell me that. They're like, Lex, I was so busy. And I'm like, if you can sit on the bathroom and take a number two, you can right. sit there and remember, hey, yeah, unfortunately, you're thinking about a number two. But at the same time, you remember me. <laughs> So just think about that. I need to pass a bowel movement. Where's Lex? <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's one way to do it. <laughs> I just want to give them no excuse when they say they have no time. And I'm like, well, you have to, like, you know, you have to chew your food and process. Because if I made a million excuses as to why I don't have time to do so, we would never have that. And and being able to hear you that, I mean, literally, yeah, my heart... <laughs> My heart like exploded when you told me that um, and you shared that with all of us. And thank you for sharing that profound, deep, I mean, completely just matrix of reality. I mean, that would just have to be so horrific. And it brought me back to the moment of when my sister, uh, I call her my mom, but she she decided to take her life 2018 on my birthday, April 9th. Oh, wow. Yes, and I had to go up there and look at her body laying in that bed. And I, I was just so gone. Like, that's what you, you know, everything just happened. Two and a half months later, the cops come knocking at my door saying, hey, your brother just passed away across town. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. what is going on? Like, literally, it felt like that my uncle, then three, and my uncle back. And I'm like, okay, so... At this point, I felt like, man, I, I'm gone. Like, I mean, you, yeah. that, that's what took me from that, what you just told me there, like to keep going on. Cause people will ask you, well, well, what are you going to do with this day? And you know, a lot of my friends and just people I try to deal with in different, whatever altitude is like, well, you have this positive attitude and nothing works that way. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I told them the only medicine that I know is not just. You know, you, you could always give that smile and that feeling. And the smile brings you so many places. I just learned that when I went to the store and some gentleman said, man, I love your smile. Here, have another one. I'm like, okay, all right. You ain't got to tell me to pay another 25 bucks. That's all right. I'm like, <laughs> so I, I just, I stick to that principle. As you said, it, it, it definitely is a mindset, uh, mindset shift. Um, you know, your vibration, especially to deal with that. And then going on personally with you. Like that's inside of yourself. You have to deal with that as well. And the anguish of over everything that's happening. Um, wow. 
you know, and, and it's beautiful what you know what you're telling me. The way that you've been able to take yourself and transform yourself and be happy and be joyful and going out there and changing your mindset into a positive mindset and having a show like this that reaches so many people that helps so many people. It's amazing, and I thank you and I commend Aww. you for what you do. Thank you. It's, and it's so fantastic, you know. And, and the thing is, is that when you begin to do things the right way and to learn how to focus in on seeing the gifts in life, anything can be thrown at you and you're going to take it in a totally different way. And to give you an example of that, um, okay, in 2014, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do? Well, yeah. you know, my reaction was, okay, doc, what do we do? How do we, how do we get this fixed? Right. So mm. they said surgery. So I did surgery, things like that. And, you know, years go by and stuff. And then in 2017, um, I'm driving down a road and I'm having a good time and, you know, happy. And my doctor calls me up. She says, Eddie, I've got some news for you. I had done a biopsy. Um, on, on something, you know, and, and she says, I have some news for you. And I said, what's that? She said, uh, you have stage four colon cancer in your lung. Oh, my goodness. What is, oh, Lord. Okay. So I said, okay, doc. All right. Thanks for the news. I said, let me ask you something. Don't you usually pull people into the office yeah. and tell them news like this? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, how come you told me it's in my car? Yeah. She said, because I knew you could handle it. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, cool, Doc. What do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> she said, well, we got to do surgery. We got to do chemo. We got to do radiation. Okay. And I said, what else can we do, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I said, that's a little surreal. Come on. Yeah. Give me something different here. She said, no, that's what you have to do or you're going to die. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. Mm. And she said, okay, so come into the office and we're scheduled everything. And I said, no. And she said, what do you mean? Yeah. I said, well, I'm not going to go that route. I'm sorry. And she said, what are you, what are you talking about? And I said, no, 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 Doc. I'm not going to do chemo. I'm not going to do radiation. And I said, how much of my lung do you want to cut out? You know, she said, I don't know. The surgeon's got to tell you that. So I asked my surgeon. My surgeon, he, he said, well, he said, I don't know how much I'm going to have to cut out. But, you know, and I said, well, listen, if you're going to cut half my lung, I don't want it. I don't want you to cut out half my lung. He said, well, I may have to. I may have to take out your whole lung. And I oh. said, I'm attached to my lung. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to keep this thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so he's like, well, if you don't do this, you're going to die. And I said, okay, thank you. Yeah. So I went to holistic route. Mm, yeah. And I had one doctor tell me, he says, you know, he said, do you want to die when you're 60? And I said, no, I don't want to die when I'm 60. He said, well, you're spitting up blood, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I'm spitting up blood a little oh, bit. Oh. He said, well, you're going to spit up more. You're going to spit up more. And pretty soon you're going to bleed out and you're going to die. And I said, oh, at least I don't have to clean up the blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> so, so he tells me, he says, don't bleed out on a white couch. And I said, oh, I'll try to lay some plastic down or something, doc. <laughs> you know? So I got rid of him and I've done everything holistically. Okay. And guess what cured me from my cerebral hemorrhage and what's helping me right now with the, with the central colon cancer. Tell me, please. Laughter. Oh, yes. Yes. The and you know, beautiful. Yes. Oh. Yeah. People don't get the how smile. strong it is. It's strong. It's powerful. The smile, laughter, happiness, joy, all of that. Yeah. It's so powerful. And a lot of people don't realize it. No. Okay, it's just the power, I've got to tell you, everybody that's listening, I've got to tell you, the power is so strong within you and how you look at things, how you set your mindset, how you enjoy your life, how you look at life, how you just, you go outside and you see what you see. I said, look up at the stars, look up at the clouds, look up at the sun. Well, don't look directly into the sun, but look at how bright it is. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, though the way the why i love you i mean like honestly <laughs> it's obvious to those who are all listening and those who are, are probably downloading in the mp3s and cars and wherever else by the time this airs but i love you because you're 
your vivaciousness and the energy and the vibration in your spirit, it makes me love myself more. And then I have to be grateful for the fact that the source of the creation of all things and the source of that is gave you to me or us in this moment to be able to be even more. Cause I'm like, man, you are just so amazing. <laughs> well, it gave me you too. Look at your beauty in that. You know what though? I look at it like this. I mean, honestly though, I mean, I saw, I had, I had, um, I don't know who was saying that. I don't know if it was Bob Proctor. Someone had said, this gentleman had went through stage five cancer. He was in the hospital and the doctors and his family were like, Hey, look, there's nothing we can do for you. I think he was about 81 at the time. Um, and he was like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to make it to a hundred. And his wife was like, are you kidding me? No. So he literally stayed in the hospital and he ordered every funny movie and every funny book delivered to his room. Yep. And he laughed his way in under six months. He laughed his way back from not having stage five. And I mean, they were like in, in shock, like almost just from laughing his way to health. And I felt a feeling come over me when we were laughing and talking. And it felt like this whole, like a ripple effect of some kind of like, I don't know. I just felt like all this anguish and, and heaviness and, and, and like illness was kind of coming off of me at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, don't you love hearing stories like that? I love hearing stories. Yeah. That was fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. No, thank you. No, thank you. No. Oh, it, it, it is. You know, and, and the funny thing is, I just went to my, my oncologist Wednesday. Okay. I have an oncologist, even though I'm not going to do chemo radiation or, or anything like that. Yeah, it's still good to touch base. Yeah, and, and I walk into his office, and he's got this big smile on his face, and he looks at me, and he goes, man, you look great. He said, wow. You know, he said, I would never know there was anything going on with you by wow. looking at you. And I said, oh, thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, said, he looks at my chart, and he goes, your oxygen was 100%. Wow. <laughs> and, and this is in my lung, you know. And, and he's like, your, your blood pressure is like 118 over, over 54 or 64 or something like that. And he, uh -huh. says, Man, he said, that's beautiful. And he said, let me listen to your lungs. And he listened to my lungs and he goes, he said, they clear. They're clear as a bell. He said, last time I listened to your lungs, they, they sounded a little bit raspy. He said, but they're clear as a bell. Yeah. He said, you, you gained five pounds. You're checking all the boxes, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, just keep it up. You know, I'll see you whenever. It's like a, it's <laughs> like a, a free universal medication. It like, is. And, it, and, it, and it's it something is. that is also, you know, and I honestly see it from a trigger point. And this is for everyone as well. Like, I feel like we've been taught so, so many things and so many circumstances have come in our way that we've almost self-taught and self-unmedicated ourselves to be miserable or sad or stay in this yes. frequency of sad music and sad ambiances. And I remember, you know, one of the, okay. And now it, it kind of references to a Fantasia was one of the American Idol singers or uh, something like that a couple of years ago. And people were upset about her because she had said something on one of the show or the view. And people were saying, man, we like your old music. It reminded us of our breakups. It reminded us of being mad at our, our boyfriends. And, and she said, well, that's what I did several years ago in that space for you to hear it and resonate in that moment. You have right. to move yourself beyond that now, almost a decade later, and understand I'm not going to stay in that frequency because you choose to. That right. right there was very profound and having that because I have the whole, man, what if I can't give my purpose out there and I'm taking before my time? But what I realized at that moment is I, I kind of feel bad. Not, not that RDC is here. Different ones are out there and, and everyone else. And I don't, I don't feel like I'm trying to overcompensate for it, even with the inmate programs or whatever else. I feel like, man, how come, you know, maybe my sister saw me as just her little sister and didn't want to take that. So I'm like, well, how come my message can change the lives of those, especially the ones coming down to the Mayo Clinic here, the you know, most famous little infamous hospital uh, with, you know, Prince and all these celebs going in and everyone goes there for the medical care. And people will tell me meeting you in the hallway made me forget that I just came out of chemotherapy and usually I would be ready to pass out right now. And then they come back a year or two later when they've seen me and say, look, guess what? I don't have to go to surgery. I'm feeling better. And where's that girl who makes me smile or makes me feel good? I was like, really? Okay. You know, so it's, it's that feeling where you just, 
people don't understand the medicine and all that. I mean, there's the medicine and all that. I mean, what, what I can take from what you've taught me is to never, ever give up. Like, no. never. Never give up, never surrender. Yeah, never surrender. You know, and the funny thing is that a lot of times what ends up happening is people do give up, and they give up right before they get to their price. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen that that poster that they have? You know, it's you see it on Facebook, and you see it in different places where there's an egret, and he's got a frog in his mouth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, yeah, and the frog is choking the egret's throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the egret cannot swallow me if I'm choking his throat. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. <laughs> and Frog's like, okay, I'm going to smoke, but I'm not going to give up here. No way. Uh-uh, you're not swallowing me. <laughs> you know, let me go. You're going to choke. It's like, do that to life. Yeah. Don't give life a choice. Don't let it swallow you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing, though. For those out there, and I, I have a lot of, well, I've got a chance to see maybe three or four hundred of them. I mean, Ange- Angela's probably saw the other 5,000, but I'm just I'm just saying, uh, I mean, no shade. I was kind of like, okay, my eyes get a little, you know, after trying to write my book, I, my eyes are just messed up at that point. But how do people, or people are going to ask, I know, well, how, how can they, if they don't know how to shift, how can they learn uh, to have that kind of mindset or vibration? Like, where do they start from? I mean, start by looking inside of yourself. But looking inside, by the way, I, I do have to say something before I answer that completely. Yeah. It is so beautiful what you shared about how people see you later on. And there's, where's that laughing lady? Where's that smiling lady? Where's that lady that makes me feel good? And I went out of chemotherapy and I no longer felt like I had just gotten chemotherapy. Yeah. That was, that was so beautiful because that's really the way it is. That's the effect that you can have on people and the effect that you do have on people. Oh. So, I didn't even look at it that um, way, but I do now. Cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you, you absolutely do. And, and now back to the regularly scheduled program. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, you know, when you, if you want to make a change, don't look outside. Don't look outside of yourself. Look inside. Okay, yeah. Look inside and see what it is that, about you. What is it about you that you can change and make yourself a better person? Okay. And I, I like to share stories. I'm going to share a little story about that. My, my wife and I got divorced. Okay. And, and she's my ex skin now, but so just so you know, but anyway. Yeah. Let me put that uh, out there. Let me let, just thank you for putting that out there. I wanted to know that. Yeah. A, so, <laughs> no motive right now. No motive, but we're just saying, you know. <laughs> Um, but we, we got divorced and, you know, I did not enjoy getting divorced. So when we got divorced, I looked at myself and I said, okay, what's wrong with me? Not that there was anything wrong with me, but what can I do different? What can I do to be a better person, to be a better husband, to be a better, you know, partner, whatever it is that you want to call it, however you want to frame that, how is it that I can be better for myself and for others and anybody that would be with me, you know, whether I'd be married or just with somebody or whatever it is. And so I started searching and I started discovering, and it's one of the hardest things to do is to look at yourself and say, God, I really don't like that about myself. Mm, Yeah. And then start to shift it, start to figure out what is it that I can do to make that better so that it helps me rather than hurts me so that it helps others rather than hurts others. What can I do to be the best person that I can possibly be? Now this is work that I will be doing forever in my life. Oh yeah. Forever because there's always work to do. I mean, this right here is a beautiful work to have. Yeah. It is beautiful work to have because when you can enhance yourself, you enhance your life. And when you change everything on the inside, it changes everything on the outside. Mm-hmm. People will start looking at you differently. Your, your business or your job gets easier to do because all of a sudden, something that you really didn't like about your business or your job 
doesn't look so bad anymore. Or maybe you find something else to do. But it opens up the opportunity of life to open doors for you that were not open before. That and is very true. Be very yeah. true. Very so, true. I have a question I wanted to ask you. Sure. I don't know. Am I interrupting you? I'm sorry. No, 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 I, no, I have not. a bad habit of that. Okay, I'm excited. I'm super excited. But okay, I have. I don't know if it's a question or something. Maybe you can give me your your essence on. But I I had that like one. Okay, my ex. I'll put it that way. Now I call him ex everything at this point because you know for years he would blame it on oh it's just an Italian thing it's just a Spanish thing it's just a me thing and after so long I think I just kind of did waiting to exhale <laughs> waiting to exhale. <laughs> And I just freaked out and I was on, you know, I've been on a, a celibacy, you know, journey. So it was kind of a lot of things I've had was always platonic. And for that point, I told people like people, are, oh, how do you go without the physical? And how does it feel being a beautiful woman without this? And I'm like, well, if you can't get to know the SEMP, the spiritual, emotional, mental, then the physical, then there's no point in me trying to give my physical over to you if you're not in, in, you know, evaluating the rest of me. So I looked at this point and... He told me something a couple of days ago. He just says, hey, you know, I just want to let you know you're right about everything you said. I'm I'm worthless. I'm nothing. And I was kind of like, where did that come from? Because I never said those words uh, at all. And then he, he was just like, well, at this point right now, I'm just going to embrace that. And I'm going to walk away with that. And I'm going to try to work on being a better person. But until then, basically, Lex, you took my joy away and me thinking of who I used to be. And I let him know, no, I told you about the abusiveness and your behavior and your attitude and your verbalization and how you brought me down, um, especially right. two weeks after burying my sisters, you know, someone screaming and cursing you out. It's not really typical of the thing you want to do when you say condolences. Um, but, you know, I was, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to give him a face play on why I am where I am with that person during such back-to-back -back funerals and where I am with it now. And I, right. I just feel like I took someone's joy away. And I'm, I'm kind of like, at this point right now, I'm like, how could I steal someone's joy and happiness when all I was trying to let them know is how they took mine? But I didn't know. Maybe it was just a me thing or his mind thing. I, I, I don't know. I just had to put that out there. Something told me to just say that right now. And I just felt bad. Felt bad. Well, it, the whole thing with that is, is that you didn't steal his joy and his happiness. The only person that can steal your joy and their happiness is yourself true very true okay yeah because somebody can tell you something and it's all on how you take it and interpret it you know and, and the thing is that like okay if somebody somebody says okay you know you're not doing the greatest thing for me in the world they can take that as well god i'm doing really bad oh yeah I'm a bad person or things like that or they can take it as, well, maybe there's some things that I'm doing within myself. They're not exactly helping this other person. They're not helping her. Okay. So what is it about me? What is it that I'm doing that I can, you know, say, okay, this is the bad stuff that I'm doing. How can I turn it into the good? Yeah. Realize what it is. But you saying something to them, depending on how you're putting it out there, if you're putting it out there, which I don't see you doing this, oh, you're making my life bad, you're, you know, you're not making me smile, you're not making me happy, you're not doing this, that, that, and the other. I believe that you probably said it more gently. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah I did. <laughs> yeah, but their mindset took them to the harsh side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and that's what happens a lot of times is we take what people say about us and we bring it to a different level. We make it worse than it actually is. Yeah. That is very you true. Know? Very true. Yeah. Because if we take something and we enhance it, we make it worse than it is, then, and then a lot, another, a lot of times what happens is we blame the other person for making us feel sad when it's not really them that's making us feel sad. It's because we change how we feel about ourselves and made ourselves sad. Yeah. And you know what? I look at that and I'm just kind of like at that point where I was telling myself, I'm the type of person where you could literally stab me to death and I'm sitting there bleeding out and you could be like, hey, do you mind handing me that, that, that knife over there so I could clean the evidence off? And I'm like, okay, is there anything I could, I can do to you to make you happy? You want me to get up and like crawl over to make you something to eat too? And you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm that kind of way. You know, but I, I just didn't want, I didn't want that to be that, you know, like Marianne Williamson said, what is our, our deepest fear? And my deepest fear is to continually go without 
without going within. Like, that's literally what I, I mean, and being able to have, and I tell people I rose like the phoenix from the ashes when I died in California on that bed, literally completely looked like I was a corpse, um, gone. And coming back to rise now, I'm like, there's nothing else. And a person's strength and their love and happiness should not be able to take from someone else's. Because what I have realized is that people who have, or, and metaphorically of those out there who don't believe in how I'm going to say this, but people's, like, you rub people's spirit the wrong way because their demons are agitated from your happiness. Um, right. And that's what it is. Like People will just glare at me sometimes when I'm like, hey, good morning. It's four in the morning, Lex. Why are you smiling? Because I had a shower. I woke up. My heart's still beating. You want a list? You know, and right. I tell them, they're like, oh, you got a point there. And they literally change their attitude. I'm like, you're still here to complain. So count it all joy and yep. find something to be happy about because there's someone out there who is envying our lives at this very moment. There's, oh, yeah, and there's someone out there who's saying, man, I just wish I had a loaf of bread or the dollar store down the street. I wish I had that. And, mm-hmm. I, and you know, and, and that right there, not to say that, oh, ha, 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 we have this, <laughs> but it's something to be very, very grateful for and wherever we are in the standpoint of life. Because like you said, you can look up at the sky and smile. You can look at every single aspect that's been given to us in order for us who have made it this far to be able to experience life the way it is. That's yep. true. Yeah. And, and, you know, that part about you saying, I wish I had a loaf of bread, I wish, you know, this, that, that, and the other. Well, and I'm going to refer to my walk again, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I started with $200, I ended with $200. Okay. I didn't know anything. So I had to rely on myself in order to be able to get the things, the places to sleep, and the things to eat. And I had nothing to give. Or did I? Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. That's the whole thing is that people look and they say, well, I can't do it because of this. I don't have a car. I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the other. Okay, well, guess what? Here I am out on the road, very little money in my pocket, and I need a place to stay. I go, I talk to the hotels, ask them to sponsor me with a room. I tell them the truth as to what I'm doing. Now, when somebody says, yes, you have to stay where they where they say yes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I had to stay at Marriott's. Wow. I had to stay at Hilton's. I don't know if you've ever heard of Lowe's Hotels. Yeah, actually, I did. Five star hotels. Mm-hmm. I had to stay. I had to stay at the Aloft, which is five star hotel. Wow. I had to eat at Ruth's Chris. Huh. I had to eat at Joe's Crab Shack. Wait a minute! Eat- I want to go to. Yes. <laughs> I mean. And these are things that were created from nothing. Wow. That's so profound. Okay. So if you think you have nothing, nothing. But if you think that there's something that can be done, you can create everything from nothing. That is so, so deep. Man, that is so deep. Life is so incredibly beautiful. And I I just hope that there's one person listening today that will get this and that will understand just how beautiful life is and how life is there to help you to enhance you to improve you to give you the tools that you need in order to be able to get to the next level and it's there for you not against you because a lot of people say well life you know life has a way of dumping on you you know life life is dumping all over me well guess what it's dumping really good things for you to be able to use, you just have to sift through it. Yes. yes. And find it. Oh, yeah. God, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry happy tears. Like, you know, <laughs> it took a lot for me not to cry in happy tears. Like, you'd be so happy. happy you can cry. You can cry because you're so happy. I mean, oh, yes, you can. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the yeah. feeling I have right now. I feel like I just was invited out to the prom. <laughs> I got it. Oh, that's awesome. And we're having a good dance. Yes, like that feeling. Someone says, let's go out. Let's just enjoy the day. Like, that's the way I feel. And you know what? That feeling wouldn't have been complete unless you were here. Yes. Yeah. Ditto. I'm excited about it. I'm glad that you yeah. said that one, if one of you is listening, because that's what I had. Uh, the message is always conveyed one equals one million. And it's like yes. the ripple effect. And I tell everyone, they're like, oh, man, aren't you excited? Like a couple of years ago, aren't you excited about the stats and this? And when are you going to start doing conversions? And 
I said, look, at the end of the day, if it happens, it happens. But at the at this point right now, it's not the point of not coming off cheesy or sleazy. Because I, I tell the listeners, look, there's going to be books that I come up with. There's going to be this and that. If you want to be a part of it, that's fine. If not, hey, do what you do. But one will affect a million people. And I had learned that years ago. And I had told, uh, I think, Sabrina also of uh, one of the safe companies. She was talking about, why well, I really like that one equals one million. I said, well, uh, Planned Parenthood. For years, it was like two, like a decade and a half ago. All the people were on this condom thing, and and I remember I went in there with a pamphlet. And I looked up, asking my sister, like, "Why are you here?" She's like, "Well, my friend." And then uh, I looked at the pamphlet, and it said, "Um, yeah, do you know one partner equals this many?" And I'm like, "Whoa, I don't want to lose my version, you know." And then, and so one guy was with Sally, and Sally was with three other partners, and those three partners had seven partners. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah. I'm like, now when I bring it back in this perspective, I'm like, wow. Because if one, I'm like, I affect one by the clinic, whoever's going on, wherever I can go, there's always one. And when I got the confirmation, I was in one of the grocery stores called hy V. It's very big up here, um, at least in this town. The the lady came up to me, the general manager, and I'm like, oh, my God, I won the shopping sweepstakes. Oh, my God. And I'm like, cool, because everyone turned around, the staff, customers, and they came up with bouquets of flowers. And I said, well, what happened? I get free groceries for a year? And she's like, no. She goes, comes up to me, customer service. She goes, no, we just wanted to thank you for coming up here and giving us something to be happy about. And I said, what do you mean? This is just me. And she goes, no, you come up here, you do your things, but you stop by the deli department. You stop by the floor department. You do all these things. Even if you're on a time restriction, you make us all have a good time and we feel better when you're here. And that's what really kind of like, whoa, I had no idea, like really no idea if I was even like my energy bothered or affected anyone. And that, it, it just made me scared. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I felt like a celebrity with my happiness, you know? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing. Happy, happy celebrity. We should come out with happy the product. Celebrities. Happy celebrities. Happy celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of energy that we have. I wish you would have been, like, the person I was on here with the show with for so many years. I would have had so much fun. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, it's, it's, that's the beauty of it. Have fun everywhere you go because you can do it. I was always like, why can't I have someone with that energy? I, I was speaking in my mind as you were talking. I was like, why, where where has he been? Like, someone to, like, coordinate this and not, you know, like, you just are, like, the perfect person in so many ways. You have no idea. Like, you <laughs> I say that very heavily. I don't say that lightly, okay? I, I perfect that's for sure you know, so many flaws oh my gosh but you know what like, though that's what, but, but what they what is it i don't know if it's maya angelo who but you are perfect in your imperfection there you yes. go now that i like yeah that i like perfect yeah because you know it's it's funny because we all everybody's looking for perfection but it's never there yeah it's not there's, there's no there's no perfection and you're right it's the imperfections that are perfect that is true. I know yeah. I have to stop nitpicking myself. Well, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I just, okay, I know we're going to stay in touch because I'm going to make sure I stalk you, but I want you to come back. <laughs> like, please come back. I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I'll probably say it again once we get off of here, but I, I, I really, really, really hope that you come back. I really do. I, you know, I would love to. Because there's so much more you can share. Like, you have to come back, Mr. Rodriguez, please. Please, 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 yes. Give me that invitation, (laughs) and I will be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I can fit you. I mean, no offense to everyone who's listening, but I will fit him anywhere. Like, if he's like, hey, I'm available, you know, Friday night at 2 p.m., I'm like, okay, I got you. Like, (laughs) Let's do this. I know. Well, is there anything that you want to just give well, he's coming back, everyone. He, you heard the quote. He, he said that himself. Yes, I like it. He's coming back, so don't worry. We're just do, doing it for the purposes of you guys being able to have the show, download it, and do what you do. But is there anything that you want to share for now, at least, with the listeners who are out there pumping up? Absolutely. First, I want to say I love you all. I know that you are really, really good people who want to give and who want to receive and who want to make a difference in the world. And one of the ways that you can make a difference in the world and you can make a difference in yourself is if you have something that's going on in your life, find others that have the same thing happening in their life and go help them. 
Oh yeah. Absolutely. And in your helping them, you can just you can discover things that will help yourself. It's funny how you know sometimes somebody has a problem and they tell you what the problem is and you automatically come up with an answer and say this is what it is and you tell them and they don't use it. Uh-huh. But one of the reasons that they you know you can tell them so quickly is because you're not in the middle of the problem. So when you go help somebody else, it gives you the answers for years. Ah, yeah. yeah, because you're no longer in the middle of the problem. You're helping them with the problem. And then, all, you know, if you start looking at it and you start analyzing it, you go, wow, there's my answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're not only helping yourself, you're helping others. And whatever it is that you learn from it, go tell it to other people. It ingrains it more in yourself and it also helps others. So share what you know, share your knowledge. And yeah. don't expect those people to give you something back because you know what the universe is going to find a way to get it back to you Mm, so powerful (laughs) oh sorry i'm just feeling the vibe here come on now (laughs) oh i need look we got i'm i need my own i need my own personal sign up page i need (laughs) this is just ridiculously delicious right now this is so beautiful like, I feel like I'm in a whole candy factory. Like, Willy Wonka don't have nothing on you. Okay? We don't need the chocolate factory, the donut factory. Well, I want to say one of your quotes, and that is Mr. Smile himself. The power of the smile opens doors to great opportunities. And the power of laughter releases stress and heals the heart. Together, they transform lives. Yes. yes that is facts. And we will say for RDDC. Be the change and feel the passion and embrace the power of that wonderful spirit. So all of you, thank you for tuning in and having us be on here. We had so much fun. We're going to be live and we we might be on a whole tour next. You know, we don't know. We don't know what will happen. Let's go on a smile tour. Let's go on a smile and wave tour. Yes. I'm so serious about this. He's going to see a big flag coming up later on promoting that. He's going to be like, wait, am I on this project? I'm like, did you not know? Did you not know .org.net.com? Did you not know? (laughs) Well, all of you out there, yes, you can look up more information on Mr. Edward Smile Rodriguez anytime you feel like it. And we're going to have the information up there at www.youreawesome.com. No, I'm just kidding. But we're going to have that up there at Real Double Dose Channel at well, .blogspot.com. We'll have his whole page and insights up there. And you can also check out www.smileandwaveproject.com and as well as some links to his YouTube and so much more. But we will have all of that and the email set up for the Blogspot. And you can always shout out, sign up for anything that you got going on. We will have this wonderful, amazing being come back here because I'm going to have to just, like I said, stock.com. But we will do it. So we love you. You're amazing. And we'll be back with you very, very, very soon. Great time.